And thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free number. It is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, I, I know that, like, everybody's hanging. Well, what's the next verdict going to be? Well, we already know that it's that crazy New York judge that loves to be on television uh, that has that, that will basically give Letitia James every single thing she wants and it's a civil case and you know everyone's sitting here what's the verdict gonna well we know what the verdict is he i said this from the beginning donald trump cannot get a fair trial in the venues of new york or dc or fulton county georgia he just can't he might he probably has a shot in florida at a fair trial you know if, if the judge will allow you know just simple comparisons between hillary clinton you know, 33,000 deleted emails, top secret classified information identified at the time on her servers. Uh, and, you know, nothing happens to her. No reasonable prosecutor would prosecute. I mean, just here we go. So it's not going to be a surprise. This is the same judge that, you know, the, the whole argument in the case is that the Trump organization, in spite of a disclaimer in every application, every contract that they made with every insurance company, Every bank for any loan that they've ever taken out is don't use our numbers. Make sure you do, you know, follow your own fiduciary responsibility and you determine the worth of these properties. There isn't one bank, one insurance company. There's not one individual that has complained about the loans or the insurance that they decided to give the Trump organization. Nobody's complaining. And so, you know, the, the argument is, well, these valuations might have been uh, inflated. OK, if the valuations were inflated, that would be the responsibility of the lending institution and an insurance company to find out their real value. It's not that complicated. But in the process of, of being so against, you know, valuation distortion, this very same judge is more guilty than anything Donald Trump could have ever even contemplate. I, I, I know the price of Florida real estate. If you want a two acre plot of land right now, there's, you can get you. I might've been sold. I don't know on the ocean. It was, it was going for $200 million. You know, an acre and a half was going, I think for one fifty. I I know there's an, an acre on a curve that, you know, the worst lot imaginable is being sold for one fifty. And I know it sounds crazy. Nobody, nobody can believe that that kind of wealth exists, but it does. And that represents a pretty big part of Palm Beach. And but it's it's very real. Mar-a-Lago is on 20 some odd acres. It has both the ocean and a beach club and it has the intercoastal on the other side of it. You know, 58 bedrooms. It has a club associated with it. It's a historic building. It's been impeccably maintained. Nearly 40 some odd bathrooms on top of the 58 bedrooms. I mean, it's crazy. You know, this, this is a property that's close to a billion dollars. Hedge fund guy, what's his name? Ken Griffith apparently bought five homes that were next to each other. I think paid over somewhere around $100 million a home and knocking them all down. He's a multi-billionaire and he's going to build two new homes on the lots where five homes existed. That's on the ocean in Palm Beach. By the time that's done, that's going to be well over a billion dollars. I mean, crazy money. But this judge thinks Mar-a-Lago is 18 million. I mean, it's just a joke. Uh, and then it will go to appeal and then we'll take it from there. Now, I don't think that is I, it's not going to phase anybody. The only people that get excited by this 
are people that just, you know, wake up, eat, breathe, sleep, go to the bathroom hating Donald Trump. That's it. And it doesn't matter that they've been wrong on the Russia hoax for three years. It doesn't matter all the lies they've told, all the conspiracy theories that they've peddled. It doesn't matter at a lick uh, that they've been wrong on impeachment, that they ignore the real quid pro quo with Joe to get Hunter to get paid for a business that he has no experience in. Just is what it is. Speaking of Joe, uh, he apparently now has made up his mind on what his response is going to be to Iran. Uh, okay. And now as a, as a candidate, Joe Biden made the point that President Trump did not have the authority to go to war with Iran without congressional authorization. Now with a Tehran and, and Washington showdown looming, Biden says he's now decided how he's going to respond to the latest Iranian proxy drone attack. There's been nearly 200 of them. This one killed three Americans and injured about 40 some odd others. These folks, as Corinne Jean-Pierre refers to them, he says, well, we shall respond. So he's decided on a response, but he is the appeaser in chief. I mean, why was Iran so emboldened in the first place? Because nothing happened after the nearly 200 prior attacks. Nothing happened. Nobody stopped them. And this is a guy that has given every single concession to the Iranian mullahs without demanding any behavioral change in terms of them fomenting terror. You know, why did Joe Biden make Iran rich again by allowing them to sell oil on the open market? That's insane. You know, why did he want, want to pay them $6 billion in a ransom payment? Why did he allow them and allow a waiver for payments from Iraq for electricity to, to go $10 billion there? Well, that's all money that they're going to use to foment terror. Now Biden says that he's going to respond. Okay, well, what are you, what are you going to do, Joe? Well, you know, what is Joe Biden going to do? Now, I don't want a long protracted war in that region of the world at all. But I also, as an American, you better understand something, the way this world works. If, if somebody attacks you and tries to kill your soldiers, you better respond and you better respond 10 times harder because that's the only thing they're going to understand. And if you don't respond, you're emboldening them to do more. And by not responding, Joe Biden, that's why I say he has blood on his hands, because this then became inevitable. Unbelievable. But don't worry, six pro-life activists were found guilty for blocking access to an abortion clinic and now facing up to 11 years in prison. But anyway, so we'll find out what this what this is. Uh, we now know it's over a billion dollars in taxpayer funds that Biden delivered to uh, the UNRWA, that's the group where they had, now we're being told there may be many, many more, where they had a lot of people, some of their UN members involved in the terror attacks on October the 7th. Uh, we'll find out eventually. Oh, oh, and this is really important news. If you live in East Palestine, in Ohio, Joe Biden is going to make a, a visit. He's been promising this now for a year. Remember, this happened February 3rd, 2023. And anyway, the Biden administration mobilized their comprehensive whole of government response to support the people in East Palestine, Ohio. And in February, Biden's going to travel there uh, a year late, Joe, just in case you keep in track. Uh, Biden initially tried to blame the media for Trump leading in the polls. I'm, I'm teasing, man. I'm teasing, man. But we'll see what happens there. Biden's campaign chief.
is courting a pro-Hamas activist to boost Muslim support, according to a Washington Free Beacon article. Are you kidding me? Anyway, they're worried about their waning support among Arab and Muslim voters. They dispatched their campaign manager, Julie Chavez Rodriguez, to meet with Arab American activists who praised Hamas and refers to the president as Genocide Joe. Well, that conversation is probably going to go well. You know, we know that the State Department is reviewing options now for a possible recognition of a Palestinian state. The FBI is threatening, actually, to hold back monies to Israel to force Israel into an agreement without actually winning the war. How dumb an idea is that? We have an FBI warning, FBI Director Ray warning the Chinese hackers are preparing to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities. Cybersecurity officials warning the Chinese hackers are planning everything, everywhere, all at one scenario to induce societal panic. Great job, Joe. You know, what are we going to do here? Now, I will tell you, Joe Biden has options. The first thing he needs to do is start enforcing the sanctions and not allow Iran to get rich at all, ever, and allow no more payments to go to Iran. It's, it's unbelievable. We should also be energy dominant so we don't have to rely on anybody's energy anymore. Uh, and then you got to hold them responsible. Maybe take out this source of money that foments terror. And that would be taking that would be an attempt to take out their refineries, which I think could be successful. I have, you know, every belief in our military capability. I don't have belief in his ability to pull it off as commander in chief. There's a big difference. One U.N. weapons inspector, I told you, warning Iran they think now can produce enough weapons-grade uranium to create a nuclear bomb in about a week. Iran, by the way, in response to Joe saying that he's going to retaliate, uh, they said they will decisively respond to his retaliation. All right, what's Joe going to do then? Uh, you know, but he's now decided. It's just a matter of waiting and we'll find out and we'll see. By the way, the parents of a fallen soldier remember their daughter killed in the drone strike. I just miss her. None of this needed to happen. Had America re responded after the first attack, uh, I think the odds get very high that it wouldn't happen again. But that's not the way that Joe Biden rolls. You know, Americans have been under attack ab abroad for, you know, how many, how many months now? Now we finally, now Americans are dead and many others are injured. It's not a response when he's out campaigning in South Florida. Good grief where he was yesterday. Biden slammed after John Kirby refused to say whether or not he'd attend the dignified transfer at Dover Air Force Base. Well, the last time he attended, it really didn't matter that he showed up because all he did was look at his watch. It was pretty unbelievable. Uh, we do have some updates. We now know Joe Biden gave over a billion dollars to that U.N. agency that helped Hamas in the October 7th terrorist massacre. I mean, can you believe this? I mean, if you go back in time and you look at the amount of money. Daily Caller points out the U.S. is the single largest donor to the Palestinian people, having contributed more than a trillion to UNRWA. That's the group where... We now find out U.N. members are, are, were aiding and abetting and even participating in these October 7th attacks. Biden gave $338 million to the UNRWA's various programs in 21, $343 million that he granted the following year. As of September of 2023, he granted $296 million. 
you know, near, nearing the one billion dollar mark. And now House Republicans want to ban funding for this agency altogether. Well, if they haven't made all the payments, maybe we withhold the payments and start there. Now, nobody wants a long protracted war. Nobody thinks that Joe Biden's capable of leading us in that effort. But certainly there's got to be a response. Because if you don't respond, all you're going to have coming your way is more and more attacks. That is inevitable. Israel now has provided the Biden administration with a dossier with all the details about all the U.N. staffers' involvement in the Hamas terror attacks of October the 7th. One U.S. staffer kidnapping an Israeli woman. One U.N. staffer raiding an Israeli kibbutz and participating in violence. One U.N. staffer doling out ammunition to Hamas fighters. Now, this billion dollars in Palestinian aid, where did that money go? Oh, to hospitals and schools and infrastructure? No. It went towards building terror tunnels and buying munitions so they could attack and kill Israelis and buying the rockets that they fire into neighboring, you know, border cities. I've seen it with my own eyes. It's crazy. Uh, but we await Joe's big decision. wonder if he's going to hit a warehouse again. If you're a homeowner and you're like me, uh, you got to protect your home. For most people, it is their biggest investment. Most people may have no idea at all that they may have an invisible gap in their home defenses, and that invisible gap is the unprotected title to your home, and everybody's title is online. If nobody's watching your title, your home, your equity in your home, they're both at risk. This is a real serious, you know, threat now for Americans as we're being targeted by con uh, artists and and these cyber thieves all around the country. They're targeting American homes. The FBI simply calls it house stealing. They transfer the deed of your house, which is online, into their name. They obtain the forms. They use their fake IDs. They file the paperwork with proper authorities. Then they own your home. Then they start taking out loans using your home as collateral. They can even sell your home, and you wouldn't even know it. Anyway, but you can protect your home from this invisible gap, and that is checking on your home's title right now when you go to HomeTitleLock.com. Verify your home is in your name. If you use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N, they'll send you a complete title scan of your home's title, and your first 30 days of protection will be free. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean, S-E-A-N.